This is the Sister Squad with Morta, Nona, and Dekuma. <laughs> Nona. Nona. We'll just stop right now. <laughs> hey, welcome to this week's podcast. Um, I'm here with Morta and Nona, and I'm Dekuma, and uh, we're, we want to talk this week about the coronavirus and everything that's gone on. Schools are closing, restaurants closing, healthcare is overwhelmed or getting there, and we're just going to try and try and social distance ourselves into a healthy country. So. And it's a good idea, too, because some people can't wipe their bums. <laughs> There's important things that are going on. <laughs> and apparently toilet paper is one of them. It's very, very important. So, Marta, go ahead and start us off. Okay, so we are sisters in real life, not just sisters on the podcast. And we have our baby brother, who is a little bit of a conspiracy theorist and he texted us on January 25th and told us about the coronavirus and how it was annihilating China. And we have been on this group text for, you know, two months now, month and a half and about um, everything that's been going down. So um, when people were going out and, and raiding the grocery stores last week. Um, he did his big grocery store run at the end of January. So um, just how did it start? I was just like, just to recap, it appears that it originated in a Wuhan, China, Chinese seafood market where animals, including marmots, birds, rabbits, bats, and snakes are traded illegally. Excuse me. So, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but the dogs are legal. So the dogs are legal. That's a cuisine. Like, that's... And the rats. And the rats. Because I saw like, that what's video. What's up with the rats? It's I disgusting. Know, how gross. I just know that when my sister-in-law had to leave on vacation, they lived in Shanghai, and they'd come back to the U.S., that they had to specifically ask the housekeeper not to eat the dogs while they were gone. <laughs> <laughs> just... Just watch the dogs. Just make sure that he's here when we get back. When I Don't tell you him. our dogs are really good, <laughs> that's not a matter of cuisine. <laughs> exactly. Gross. So now just we're going to just bounce off a little bit of numbers. So the total cases in China as of, and we're in the second week of March right now, 2020. Um, China's had 80,000 plus cases of coronavirus and total deaths are over 3,000. Italy has had 27,000 deaths, or 27,000 cases, and over 2,000 deaths. And the USA is now at 4,667 total cases and 87 deaths. So, um, spreading like wildfire, and there's a couple issues that um, has have come up repeatedly. Um, well, let's talk about groceries. So my kid is, my oldest kid is 21. He works at a grocery store. And last Thursday, I mean, I'd kind of been stocking up on food because that's sort of the way that we live. We always have a little bit of food storage. But I, I do my grocery shopping usually once a week, and I do it on Friday. And my kid came home from work at 5 o'clock, and he is like, it, he, at the grocery store, he's like, it is ridiculous we are out of just about everything. We're out of milk, we're out of, and I had a gallon of milk in the fridge and I have six kids. And so <clears throat> I went to the grocery store, I went to a Winco, we are st um, located in Northern Utah, I went to a Winco and 
they still had quite a bit of food, but the line for the grocery store wrapped all the way around to the back of the store, all the way to the dairy and wrapped around. People were, I mean, crazy. Your milk would be sour by the time you got <laughs> up to pay for it, if they had any. <laughs> there was no toilet paper. There were paper towels still. I did get toilet. I heard about the toilet. I don't know. I don't. Tell me about the toilet paper. Why? Why the toilet paper, people? There was a rumor that hit early on that toilet paper came from China. And so the supply chain was already disrupted. So whatever was in the stores was all that was coming. So there was no more coming. So that's why people started running to buy toilet paper from the stores. And then the rest of the world saw that the crazy Americans were who have everything and plus anything more they don't need. And the streets are made of cheese. And they're running to get the last rolls of toilet paper. The entire world made a run on the toilet paper. Absolutely. Yeah, because on Wednesday, like grocery stores were going crazy on Thursday. On Wednesday, I heard about the toilet paper thing. And I'm like, oh, well, we probably need a little bit. So I went and bought two packages, not the big ones, but like... An extra 12 rolls, you know. I'm like, all right, we'll be good. And then the next day... You didn't realize that was the last 12 <laughs> rolls you'd ever see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I ordered mine from Sam's Club online, and it is going to show up on my porch on March 24th, and I'm going to have to set an <laughs> guard out there Are you gonna, on my porch are you to be, protect my toilet paper. Are you going to be packing heat? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm going to be careful. My daughter's it. ordered two cases from Sam's Club, and hers is coming... Tomorrow. Yeah, hers is coming tomorrow. So that's when did she, she order hers? I don't know. She ordered hers at first. Yeah, <laughs> she ordered her two, her two. Well, by the time I looked to order some, there wasn't any. And really, when I ordered, when I looked to order, it was just like, because, you know, the Joneses. If everyone, else is, if everyone else is going to order, order toilet paper, because I have a... Nona has FOMO. Like, I, bad. Bad I, fear of missing out. I have a case of the sandpaper crap, the Palm Sam's Club toilet paper. I always keep one on spare. When I would break into two, my and I'd be down to two, then I'd oh, it's time to get more toilet paper. And, you know, I mean, this is from... You know, two thousand K. I mean, I, I, I kept that up. You know, we're twenty twenty now, and my husband finally told me to quit buying toilet paper. Been twenty years. You were prepared. That's all I'm saying. Well, with only one case. Let's talk I mean, about why people ran to the stores so fast in Utah. First of all, it's those Jack Mormons <laughs> that were afraid that they had reached the second coming, and they didn't have their year's supply. So well, right. they ran and got toilet paper. I don't know why toilet paper, but that was a serious issue for them. Well, I think the toilet paper was really like the Monday through Wednesday. And then like when you start hearing, so on last week on Thursday, they were discussing, the governor of Utah was discussing like, um, well, you're in um, education. What What were the... So, alerts. Oh my gosh. So it was just, it changed about every half hour. So Thursday, the state canceled all spring sports, activities, everything for two weeks. We had kids in Disneyland. We had mm -hmm. our dance team in Disneyland. We had our choir that had just come back from there and they just canceled everything. Said no more for two weeks. Then the governor went online and did a press conference and he said, hey, we need to shut down everything. We need to social distance, self -isolate which was great, self-isolate. Then 
the education superintendent gets up and contradicts him and says, keep the schools open. And I was thinking, what in the heck are you thinking? Yeah. We're going to social distance and isolate, but then we're going to send kids to these high schools that have 2,000 plus kids at a school. And they're just going to sit in this Petri dish, exactly. Right. And spread whatever. Because it's worse at high schools and junior highs than it is for elementaries. At least the elementary schools go in through the 30 kids and the teacher in a classroom, and then they might go out to recess. But the high school kids are intermingling. Yeah, I see 150 to 160 kids a day. And then 2,000 kids at lunch. Well, and then overnight it only got worse because that, when you had that thought... People still had toilet paper. Yeah, well, because I want the you next to know, day, before the governor made his announcement, I called up my daughter and said, hey, <laughs> head on over to Sam's Club because I have a feeling we're not going to have toilet paper for a long time and food. And it was and it was payday, too. So that was the other thing. That was like, the other thing, too. So, so she ran over and went shopping in the morning, which I was so glad because by the afternoon, the stores were crazy and there were lines everywhere. And when she went, it was kind of busy, but not yeah. really. And so then was that on Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday. Yeah, because Thursday was the day. I just thought, well, as soon as he said self-isolate, that's yeah. when I thought, well, I guess we don't have groceries because we eat out all the time. But the first thing I'm thinking is, okay. Bread and milk eggs. That's what I thought. Well, we're going to have to fix our own food, you know, because if they, if they are shutting down restaurants, we're going to need food. So we need to go to the grocery store because, you know. That pack of expired eggs is not going to go very far. <laughs> well, so then Friday, the so we had l- alerts come out through the school district of what to do. Then Friday, the governor came back out. We met at school, uh-huh. and That's we so were cool. all going to stay in, and we're still going to meet. And, go down with and the everyone's ship. up, you know, just like, <laughs> what are you thinking? Like, this is crazy. Either, either do it all or do none of it, because it doesn't matter. If you do it part way, you aren't solving anything. And then the governor finally came out and said, okay... She's just got real. Close the schools. Everyone close the schools across the state. And that was when then I feel like the, the dam broke. hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so then the stores were crazy and people ran out just buying everything. And then these hoarders. Yeah. What do, you, what do we call them? That bought well, everything a-holes? up? Well, <laughs> I don't know. But we only call them that because we're well, on a it, podcast. A hoarder is... I mean... They, so we're members of the the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, otherwise known as the Mormons, which we don't go by that, but like for, yeah, we do. I mean, that's what people know us of. So Mormons or members of our church, like are instructed where it is legal to have a year supply of food. And if you can't have a year supply, have a six month supply. And if you have a six month supply, you know, uh, whatever you can to be prepared in an emergency, So I did hear, you know, online, you know, reading on Facebook or whatever. Oh, I thought all you Mormons were supposed to have your year supply. Well, I don't have a year supply of eggs. And I don't have a year supply of lettuce or milk. Or cheese. Or cheese. Mm -hmm. There are some things that are perishables. The non-perishables. When I went to the grocery store, I bought meat and produce and milk. And I did buy... No, I already had toilet paper. I was prepared. I was one of the wise virgins who had oil in her lamp. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I already had that. I didn't need it. But I do think that, like, the school closures where you're now going to be at home because then people are worrying, 
well, now if you're going to be at home all day, too, with all of your kids, if your kids eat school lunch, you need more food. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and so that just caused kind of panic. I had family in South Carolina, and I called them up, and my son is visiting there, and so we are actually worried that he wasn't going to make it back home from there. They were talking about shutting down domestic travel. But my, my son and wife and grandkids that live there, and my sister-in-law and her family, I told them, Go to the store, get groceries, because as soon as they shut the schools is when people really got nervous. I said, that's when it hit. So they went Saturday, went shopping, got groceries, and then they announced, I think, Sunday or Monday. Is today only Monday? Yeah. Every day feels like it's forever. But they must have announced Sunday night that they were closing all the schools there. And then by that time, um, when my daughter-in-law went to the store, stuff was missing off the shelves. Yeah. So she was just saying, like, people were taking stuff. And, and the the thing that bothers me is, like, formula's gone. Baby wipes are gone. People need baby wipes. Why is everyone else buying baby wipes? To wipe their hands because all of those a-holes who bought all of the hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. So. And let's talk about him. So, yeah. Jerk. So the guy from, was he from Tennessee, that went around to several states, took a three-day trip, and went and bought out hand sanitizer everywhere and then was selling on Amazon for $8 up to $100 per bottle. Who, what moron would pay $100 for a hand sanitizer? I don't know, somebody that's desperate and... Rich? Well, that has money and has, you know, people with OCD. Yeah. People that money isn't as important. There are people that... It's like... A dollar doesn't mean that much to them and neither does $100, you know. And there are people that are nervous or have anxiety that yeah. would pay as much as how much extra money do they have they would pay that much just yeah. taking advantage of people mm-hmm. but on the same note i do want to commend the high school kid that <laughs> i'm guessing stole his teacher's gallon bottle of hand sanitizer and was selling it for 50 cents a squirt at school at her school <laughs> it wasn't my school it, it was wasn't just, <laughs> no and they caught him and suspended him and i thought maybe he should just go into business and be in the sales <laughs> But that was a no-no. I thought that's hundred percent profit. Well, that kid, you know, he you stole know. the hand sanitizer. He did not bring it to school. Yeah. Well, uh, he's fencing stolen property. <laughs> you know, I mean, each squirt could be, you know, misdemeanor charge. And let me just tell you right now that if I was, I would be in line, and I would be like, "Here's a dollar. Give me two squirts. <laughs> Fifty cents. Give my friend a squirt too. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling generous. generous. I'm living large. Oh my gosh, I'm living large." All right, so let's talk about the, um, so I didn't look up all the dates. President Trump wanted to um, sanction travel or shut down, restrict travel from China. And when was that? It's been about a month ago. About a month ago. ago. Mm -hmm. And some people in the media thought that that was maybe like racist, which is so ridiculous. I can't even. Xenophobic. Racist. Stupid, is that the word that I'm looking for, of their their motives? Like, in order to contain the virus, you have to stop its transmission. And to stop its transmission, you've got to stop air travel, like, cruises. I mean, cruises, I really would like to go on a cruise, but, you know, there's, so like, all those people, petri dishes. Like, well, I, they've you know, got more ships out that have the virus on them. They're out at sea, and they can't, like, I was just reading an article. There's just a new article. They've got ships, more ships that have people diagnosed that are out to sea, and they, you what know, what are they going to do? Are they keeping them out there? They can't land anywhere. 
well, that was kind of the point of the article. They were just talking about, you know, they want to come back, but let's see what was the, it's a brand new article. Oh, I'll have to so look I was reading that. today. So also back to the food hoarding and then we can oh. move on from that. But, you know, people were, there's a lot of people on Facebook that are like, don't panic. Everybody stop buying so much food. Well, I mean, I get that, that you don't need to be like the Jack A that bought all of the hand sanitizer. You don't need to do that. But you do need to prepare and feed your family for the next couple of weeks. You know? And so I bought extra flour. I have a wheat grinder. I bought some wheat. I can grind up some wheat flour if we run out of flour. I have yeast. I can make bread. Um, I have a friend with chickens, and we're going to barter loaves of bread for eggs. You know? Oh, I thought you were going to have chicken sandwiches. <laughs> There's that too. <laughs> I could go and still. We don't want to kill the goose that lays the golden eggs, though. I was going to say, kill the chicken that lays the coveted egg. Yeah, but, you know, so people are like, don't panic, don't stock up. Well, if you go to the CDC for their recommendations for the older adults, it says right on there, and it's, I mean, it's pretty grim what it says about the recommendations, just the first, like the common sense stuff that we all know, like, don't go out in public, self-isolate, wash your hands, use hand sanitizer. But then, like, when it gets down to the bottom of the recommendations, it says, stock up on food. You might not be able to go out. And then the other thing for older adults it said was, um, <clears throat> if your caregiver were to get sick, find someone else who can take care of you. Like... Shiz is getting real, peeps. Uh -huh. Like, if we have a situation like Italy, then there's going to be a lot of people dead. Well, and they're and overwhelmed. It's overwhelmed their health care. So China didn't report the first um, cases until December 31st. And it has been rumored through U.S. sources and everywhere else that it started in November. They mm -hmm. didn't confirm the cases till the end of December. Then they had their first deaths in January. And that's when they're reporting like, oh, there's been a few deaths. But January 25th was when we had the videos coming out from the doctor, from our yeah, brother, the, that, that the they were overwhelmed. And there are dead people laying in the hallways of the hospital in Wuhan. And, you know, you kind of think maybe this is fake news, but then you can now find this on several other sites. Mm -hmm. And you start, you're finding several videos of Chinese people asking for help. And so then China, by this time, is around January 20th, 25th. They start shutting down the city and closing off the 11 million residents. And then they make that circle wider to 20 million residents. And then they start spraying in the streets. They've shut down the markets. And it's too late because already by the end of January, there are cases outside of China. Mm -hmm. And so we end up with the travel ban. And I, I don't know what day the first day the travel ban was. When was the travel ban by Trump? Global oh, emergency. No. Oh, January 31st. Global emergency by the World Health Organization is the end of January. January 31st, Trump says, hey, no travel from China. Can I thank you, Mr. Trump? <laughs> yeah. my friend. And well, everyone gets mad at him, and he's being racist. But really, like, how you know, do you stop this? What do we know now? How do no we stop contact. it? I don't know. North Korea has 100% rate of stopping it, you know. But unfortunately, <laughs> they all die of lead poisoning, you know. 
Right. That was one of Katie's memes. North Korea, minute by minute. 7 o'clock, one case of coronavirus. 7.15, zero cases of coronavirus. (laughs) Yeah, death certificate, death by lead poisoning, you know. So you could get back to the U.S. from China if you were... If you were uh, an American citizen. Yeah. So the the ophthalmologist in that was the whistleblower for, for the coronavirus, his name was um, Li Wenliang. Um, and then the Chinese government silenced him and they made him sign a paper that said that he made it all up and that um, he was overreacting. And then, of course, the coronavirus got out and was killing people. I mean, the videos are ridiculous of um, the Chinese people in the hospitals. Like, they're shoulder to shoulder. Hundreds of people standing in the hospital. It's like, dudes, you don't look sick enough to be there. Go home. You're If you didn't have the coronavirus, you got it now, you idiots. But that, unfortunately, his um, he's passed away from it. He got the virus. From an asymptomatic glaucoma patient early in, in January. And this man was only 33 years old and he was healthy. He started coughing. He got um, a fever. Then he was hospitalized. And then he died. After and two some days. Some people think it was lead poisoning. <laughs> no, he, he really just died. <laughs> There's but, a big conspiracy, though, that he people don't think that he died of, of that. Oh, they really? Think they think that, that he was killed? Yes. Because he was right and... Like well, that. because he was vocal. Yeah. Yeah. You Isn't know. That terrible. Jackasses. See? Sorry, I said a bad word. Um, anyway, so so now we're here in America. We've got New York that has got a ton of cases and Seattle. And so um De Kuma and I were uh, you know, where were we? Going to Joanne's to get yarn or something like that? What yeah. were we doing? Yep. Anyway, um, I have a... I the worked. world's ending, but, you know, you need yarn. <laughs> I had to make sure I had navy. <laughs> Are you making a pillow? Yes. And I needed navy. There, there are some emergencies that just, you know, the coronavirus cannot stop everything. If I'm going to be stuck at home, I need to have yarn. <laughs> i got to have my supplies. Okay, so my friend Stephanie, she and I worked at Primary Children's together years and years ago. We've stayed really good friends. Um, I went to graduate school and then she went to graduate school after, um, I did. And so we've kind of, we've stayed in touch, even though she's been out of Utah for a long time. So she moved back to her home state of Washington and she sent me a text on Saturday morning that said, brace yourself, sister, hell is headed your way, which made me a little nervous. And this is what she said in her text message. I said, what is going on? Tell me your story. And she said, the west side, this is of Washington, of course, the west side is running out of vents. Hospital workers are getting sick from repeated exposure, and they're running out of PPE, which is personal protective equipment, such as, um, like, gloves, masks, and gowns. This side of the state thinks, ah, it hasn't hit us yet. People are still partying. My friend, who is a pediatrician, as well as an administrative director, is terrified. She has been running the COVID clinics. She said she feels like she's waiting for a tsunami to hit her. I posted a few things that she said on Facebook, and I'll send you her text. So she she sent me her text later, um, and I'll get to those. But <clears throat> she said, also, there's a rumor in Washington, maybe the country will go into level five lockdown by the end of the week. No more domestic travel. No Maui for me in April, <laughs> she said with a crying face. 
those are important things. No school till the end of April, but people are still making jokes about it. They have no idea what is coming. And so we were just chatting back and forth that by that point, by Saturday, uh, our kids had already, Utah has been pretty proactive as of today's Monday, March 16th. We have 27 confirmed cases in Utah. 21 of those are Utah residents. Seven of them are out-of-state residents. And one of them is a community-acquired um, coronavirus. So anyway, she she's we continue to text back and forth. She's sending me the text messages of the shelves that are all wiped out of food. And I shared with her that we were kind of in the same boat. And then... Um, <clears throat> She sent me early this morning, she sent me um, this um, Twitter thread from a neurologist who has colleagues in Seattle. And he says, I've been in touch with an intensivist, so an ICU doctor, at a Seattle hospital with one of the highest numbers of COVID-19 admissions in the U.S. They've been too exhausted to post much themselves, so I'm conveying some of what I've been told, which is eye-opening to say the least. The Seattle situation isn't quite at Lombardy, Italy levels yet, but it's getting there. First of all, regarding the clinicians, none are sleeping more than a couple of hours a night. Everyone is utterly exhausted. My colleague has seen so many people die as to become totally numb. It's also nearing status lombardosis. I think you made that up. <laughs> we are status lombardosis. Def gone too. With regard to resources, they haven't run out of ventilators yet, but every single ICU bed in Seattle Metro is full. And the onslaught shows no sign of stopping. They're running out of other things as well. My colleague saw a patient with a had a half full of syringe left attached to her IV line. The syringe had an antibiotic. First thought was this was some gross nursing error. Turned out not to be a mistake at all, but rather an accommodation to a dire circumstance. It was a drug that was supposed to be infused over hours, but there are no IV pumps available. So the nurse had given some of it, left the syringe attached, and planned to come back and give a little bit more later, and then finish it here in the wealthiest country in the world. They are also at the point of having to ration some kinds, some kinds of care. For the most severely ill patients, there is a machine called ECMO, which is extracorporeal membrane oxygenation, which is basically like an external lung that oxygenates the blood when the patient's lungs won't work. Seattle has 12 machines, which is less than what is needed. So central committee there is deciding you can't go on ECMO if you're greater than 40 years old, if you have another organ system failing, or incredibly, if your BMI is greater than 25. So BMI of 25 is, you'd have to be at your ideal weight, like mm -hmm. not an extra pound. Turns out these are all major poor prognostic signs. No, that doesn't mean that anybody with a BMI greater than 25 is in trouble if they get COVID, just that you're critically ill from it. That is apparently a poor prognostic marker. Not sure anybody has a clear idea why. Meanwhile, the com combination of exhausted healthcare workers, no open ICU beds has made it very hazardous health situation for the entire region. Now think about this. If you have a stroke, a heart attack, etc., it will be hard to get the best care because all the beds are going to be taken. There are patients in ERs for hours waiting for ICU beds. My colleague told me that something else remarkable, COVID patients are not dying of lung disease. This seems to be very distinct syndrome and severe cases of the pneumonia leads to ARDS, which is um, um, adult or acute respiratory distress syndrome, a condition which the, lung leaks, the lungs leak fluid and the patient can't breathe without a ventilator. But apparently the ARDS is not too severe and they can manage people through that part of it. Instead, after several days, the virus suddenly attacks the heart, causing it to precipitously fail. The myocarditis phase is savage and kills people within a day or two. My colleague has seen a number of cases in which 
Multiple family members were in the hospital with, and critically ill. Maybe this means there's some genetic predisposition, but it's probably too soon to say. Then there's the fear that comes with the epidemic. Apparently, people shopping, wearing the hospital's logo on their clothing, have been asked to leave the store, and some who work in the hospital have been asked to move out of their apartment buildings for a few months. Which, is that even legal? No. Didn't think so. Restaurants have refused food delivery, with some of them refusing to even leave the food on the ground outside for the hospital. You know, they because the hospitals, when it's super busy, will order out food for their nurses and stuff. The hospital had to send the medics to go pick it up. One doc's housekeeper refused to come clean for her. In short, this is a nightmare, teetering on the precipice of even worse destruction. The goal of every American city should be to avoid becoming the next Seattle. Everyone needs to understand not just how bad this could get, but how bad this already is in one U.S. city. That was a post or an email? That was a post on Facebook. Oh, wow. It was like a... It was... A Facebook post that had been stolen from Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but that was from a, a neurologist. And then I saw like a meme today that said, hey, everybody, stay home unless you want an orthopedic surgeon managing your pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> because they're in New York, they're trying to call out um, nurses and doctors from retirement that if you just recently retired and your license is still good, As come back. As a retired back. doctor, why would you come back? You're in the age group that it's scary. Right. I, I It'll just kill you. Come back. I know that, like, my daughter's in nursing school, and they have canceled her clinicals, and she is not going to graduate this semester. They're going to postpone them until they can get them done, just indefinitely, as soon as she gets them done. But I think, like, they need those people Well, they'll, they'll rethink that. If we start having... A shortage. They'll, mm -hmm, they'll pull them out, and they'll call it... They'll just give them patients like they do. and Because here's the deal. If you're an ICU nurse and you're being overloaded with, and you've got three patients that really need to be one-to-one -one or two-to-one and you've got three of them, you're going to be running your hind end off. And if you have a nursing student who's doing their um, preceptorship or their capstone or whatever you want to call that last little bit of nursing school where you have a nurse standing next to you, but really you run independently. Like I... I have precepted nurses who were doing their right. capstone and like by the end of their capstone, I go to work and kind of watch over them and chit chat with my friends. And you've got 75 of these. That yes. Yes. You. Absolutely. They will rethink that. I'm I sure. I just kind of, I actually just couldn't believe it. I thought these are the ones that you need. And I'm sure it, this changes hourly. Like, so yes. today I was at school. Yeah. We had one plan in the morning. By the afternoon, the state had gotten hold of our superintendent and we had a new plan by the afternoon. They only want 25% of school staff in the school at any point in time. They don't want more than that in the school to contact each other. Mm -hmm. Stay in your rooms. Stay away from other people. Yeah. Practice social distancing. This is 2020. Use Skype for crying mm -hmm. out loud. So. Or FaceTime or whatever you want to call so it. it. Facebook just, Messenger. It just changes. So by February um, 29th, Trump had had banned travel from the highly affected areas mm -hmm. and then especially iran what's up with iran why, iran, I why don't do they know. have so much chinese they travel were, they were a high point they are a they're a religious city so people are traveling for like to for a, as a religious destination but why china to iran i don't know no one can figure it out they don't know where the original case came from there were two people that were announced that they had coronavirus and they died hours later after yeah. it was announced that they had a... Yeah. Iran, lead poisoning. Yes. yes. And if you, 
if you watch the video of the health administrator that was announcing that they had Sorry. coronavirus under control, um, he was so sick and sweating on the on the media in the press conference. So the guy's talking, the guy standing next to him is the health administrator administrator over all of this. They're in the city of Quam, which is their religious city with all the older clerics. And he is sweating, taking his glasses off, wiping his head. I mean, he looks so sick. And an hour or two later, they announced that he's got coronavirus and he's in the hospital. And and he's leaving his sweat all over. Everywhere. They're yes. in this oh meeting with all of the leadership and all of the people from the press. So why they became a major point of outbreak, no one knows. No one knows. That's weird. But he, thought... he is in the city, though, with all of the older male leadership of the country. So Iran, they're all going to go down. Yeah, that was not wise. Um, but yeah, it's so it's it just changes daily. And yeah. here we sit. And my son hopefully gets back tomorrow. Delta called him and said, hey, you may not get home this week. We may not be flying flights this week. So you so, might want to show up early. So he changed his flight to tomorrow to try and get home. So New York, I've been following this and and kind of getting some articles to read um, over, you know, since the last 24 hours or whatever. But, you know, New York has a lot of cases and they just barely closed their schools. Oh, I was going to say last I checked, they were still open. This morning no. they were open. Did yeah. finally At close them today? De Blasio, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Just finally caved. He said two days ago, everybody should go about their normal lives. Are you a moron? And he was keeping well, the... Yes, he was keeping the schools <laughs> open because he was afraid of kids, like for childcare reasons. It's like, well, I get, I get that, but people are gonna have to figure it out. They figure it out in the summer. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have school all summer long, and people figure it more, out. The, I mean, it's a bad deal, but when we're talking about public health, that's more of the thing. Like, you know, government can't be everything to everybody. You know, people need to figure out their own lives and. Absolutely. And in a situation like this, it's like we're going to endanger everyone because parents might have to watch their own kids. or And yeah, I get I'm, people will lose their jobs, but that's part of emergency well, planning. Well, a lot of people are already off work. If the restaurants are closed, travel is restricted, you're already home. And they, New York did say that they were going to close till April 20th and maybe till the end of the year. I, am, I think it's going to be... The end of the year now. My, my guess to my students was that they would not be able to walk at graduation. I said, I think that we will be closed till the end of the year. I think so too. And I don't think there's a good reason. Like every one of my kids. Okay. So I have six kids. Um, three of them are in high school. Um, and then one is in elementary school. Well, the one is, she's a ninth grader, but she's in the junior high. But those three have Chromebooks that they have they check them out to them at the beginning of the school year. So they have a computer. We have Wi-Fi. Um, my youngest is at the elementary school. He has a Chromebook that they must share them. I don't know because they have a Chromebook that they use at school. But I don't know if that's in the computer lab and then all of the fifth graders go Some in. Some schools opted not to do one-to-one. So every... Every kid in the district should have a Chromebook, but some schools opted not to send I, at home. I think that he's got one that he just doesn't, they don't send at home mm, okay. or whatever, which maybe they should rethink that for next year. But anyway, he we have a computer that he can use and they're going to be homeschooling, and which they should. It's 2020. Like, how much of this 
of instruction absolutely has to be face-to-face. My guess is very little of it. No. No, most of my class can be done online. My AP students, they still need some some good lectures and background information, but they can get that through an online mm-hmm. online discussion. So I don't think that you need to be face-to-face. Um, it's not ideal, but it's definitely like education did not end. We've been doing online schooling for years. I, that's how I got my master's degree. That's how it I was got fantastic. my master's degree. And so why it's not good enough for my students, I don't know. I think that they'll do just great. I think so too. New York schools and restaurants and bars are shut down as well over coronavirus. And the Salt Lake City um, or the Salt Lake County Health Department has also closed all in um, restaurant dining today was the other one that had happened. So I think it's going to be, this could potentially change the way like school works. And I think that... uh, some restaurants might, you know, if you had a restaurant that was just kind of barely hanging on, things might not go so well for you. you well, know? this morning, my husband works in a food industry, and there were several restaurants that called him today to announce that they were going to close. One of them's going to stay open for to-go orders, and the other one was just going to close until, until they felt it was safe to open back up. But, I mean, the frightening thing is if Mexico closes its border, we get a ton of food that crosses from Mexico into the U.S., and people are just going to have to start, like... Buy seeds. I already bought them. I sent Jeremy, I mean, whatever his name is, <laughs> <laughs> sent my husband, and I. he was going up to the place where we buy our dog food, which is, like, Cal Ranch. And I told him, I'm like, people are going to be planting gardens, you know, if there's a... So, we have enough land that we can plant a garden but we don't I think everyone so everyone will plant gardens this year that's what's going to happen and um we've got starts and greenhouses already have starts going so you can just go get your starts and, and somebody's gonna hoard and go buy all the plants oh so gosh, they can learn nuts well so. good luck with that they'll kill them before they can sell them <laughs> you know what i mean oh, like for sure the people that are like know how to garden don't want any extra work. And can I just say that everybody made fun of us when we were throwing around the coronavirus stuff. I told my students, I said, I know that you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but let me tell you what's going on in China. And they, they laughed at me. They thought that I was kind of crazy, but they listened. And then every, every week we got updates, I'd tell them about it. <laughs> And from our brother with the tinfoil hat on. and my brother and sister would wear our tinfoil hats and my other brother would make fun of us. <laughs> <laughs> Who's making fun of us now? Nobody. Yeah, the scary thing for, like, healthcare is if, like, the whole flattening of the curve, which means that just how, like, all of the toilet paper went out at once, if everybody gets sick at once, there are only 67,000 ICU beds in America. And... If we all got, if all of America had the spread of the coronavirus like Italy or like the city of Seattle or like the city of New York, we really wouldn't be able to handle that many, um, that many sick people. It just overwhelmed the health system. Yeah. Well, then you have to start rationing health care. I have one ventilator and three people who need it. Who am I going to give it to? Well, anybody over, Italy is already talking about anybody over 80 is not going to get a vent. So you're just going to have to die. 
Um, and then it's just like the, well, if you're over 40 or if you're fat or if you have diabetes or heart disease, well, if you have diabetes or heart disease, like our parents are not 80 yet. Our dad's pretty close, but he has type two diabetes. He's only a couple months away. Yeah, I know. So he has type two diabetes. Our mother has heart disease. My mother-in-law, she's in her early seventies. She has heart disease. My mother-in-law has COPD. So like anybody who's north of 70 usually has some type of comorbidity that would limit them from, even if there was a ventilator available, you know, if they weren't, if they're less than 80, if 80 was going to be the cutoff, but they can't, they're not going to give them a ventilator if they have comorbid conditions. That's almost everybody north of 70. There's very few people who have no medical problems and take no medications north of 70. Because when they're talking about flattening the curve, you know, yeah, they want to flatten the curve so there's enough respirators, but, you know, the reality from what they're seeing like in Washington is we're kind of at the tipping point, Mm -hmm. you know. So, and even with respirators, you know, it sounds like a lot of people don't make it. Yeah. I read one thing where they had out of 12 patients that recovered, um, three of them had um, lung damage, so they didn't recover. Yeah. They had a 20 to 30% decrease in their, you know, lung um, function. Capacity, yeah. Lung function capacity. And when they they were talking about, because they don't know yet, and I don't know what it's called, whatever disease or whatever it's called, but they weren't sure yet if the if their lung was going to harden, you know, the... The fibrosis, yeah. Yeah, but... um, And the difference between... I don't know, like, regular pneumonia is, like, what is it? Water fluid in your lungs, or...? Um, It's a combination of inflammation and kind of phlegm. Yeah, because it says this... I read... I also read that doctors could predict with 90% accuracy um, regular pneumonia versus the coronavirus or COVID-19 by looking at an x-ray and the COVID-19 makes a like a really sticky fluid that goes into your lungs and fills up all the all the space so there's no so people just can't breathe I don't know how that's different from regular pneumonia but um I had I had posted I this doctor that I kind of talked to back and forth um John Skirkle he I had Talk to my family and that about about social distancing. When is when are the numbers going to stop? Because it doubles every four and a half days, so it's exponential mm-hmm. growth. Yep. And so I'd asked him. I said, "Hey," because he's really into this also, and he's been looking at it. And he had posted charts about social distancing and flattening the curve. And I said, "If we start now, because I'm thinking 14 days. Like the cases are still. You're 14 days from peaking. Yes. If you stop now, and that is what he said. He says, "Look, if he goes if." If everybody um, adheres to social isolation in Wuhan, it took two weeks on government-controlled lockdown to stop the growth. And after the two weeks, then it dropped, Um, mostly because of the delay in diagnosis and presentation. He said that it kind of, it took a little bit while to figure that out. But you can see when they had their first death and when, when they when they put in social isolation, you see the drop in cases. Yeah. Um, 
And so for us in Utah, it's going to be two weeks from today. The cases are still going to rise, 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 rise for 14 days. And within that, every four days, every four and a half days, we're going to double cases, double cases, double cases. But then in the third week, we should see it level off. But then we can't go back but to school. But then we can't go back. That's, that's my whole thought. Like once you go back, then you're spreading it again and you just mm-hmm. raise it again. Well, and I just really, I really don't see a good reason to go back to church. We can do church at home. Um, to go back to school. Isn't it interesting, by the way, that our church, who we believe that the prophet is inspired and leads the Lord's church, that this year, starting in, well, actually, it started the 1st of January, was, or did it start before January? The Come Follow Me. Or did it start last year? January. Yeah, we've been doing it for a year. Yeah, that's right. So one year to practice that we do in church at home, and yeah. to get people in the habit, and now here we are, that they've suspended church indefinitely, and you know, asked so, you to do your church at home. On the imaging, I'm just on up to date. It says chest CTs in patients with COVID-19 most commonly demonstrates ground glass opacification, with or without consolidative abnormalities consistent with a viral pneumonia. So, it does look like a bi- uh, like a viral pneumonia. Um, but it says that there's really not a, let's see, chest to CT for COVID-19, a positive chest CT is as determined by a consensus of two radiologists who had two radiologists has a sensitivity of 97% and using the PCR test as a reference. So that's interesting to you. It means nothing to me. It means that it looks like. It does have a particular look to it. It does, like viral pneumonia, when you have a bacterial pneumonia, it's in like one lung. And when you have a viral pneumonia, it's kind of like shotgun. Like you mm-hmm. have like little hazy looks to your lungs on both sides and in multiple places. So thank you for joining us for our podcast today on the coronavirus. If you want to keep listening, there is a little bonus track at the end where we devolve into our conversation that we have between ourselves. And sometimes it can get a little crazy, but if you want to know who we really are, listen to this next session and you will uh, get the unfiltered version. Anyways, thank you. Until next time. So they're okay. I don't know. I'm telling you, I think grocery carts are the bane of... I know. I went into Target and I was like, oh, they're out of cart wipes and I didn't bring my own. You're like, "Ah." Walking into coronavirus land. But it was crazy I took pictures of all the empty shelves and they did have meat that they had put out so I got some meat but I wasn't going to get food I was going to get a birthday present because in coronavirus land we still have birthdays (laughs) but we don't go to parties but we don't go to parties I just bought the present and did a flyby of this party (laughs) that was less than 100 people maybe less than 30 I'm and I actually left before you showed up. So we were practicing very social distancing. Yeah, it was less than 20 people by the time I got there because I am in, you know. It was probably less than 20 people the whole night. I'm in the high-risk pool that the governor said. my kids weren't there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm in the high-risk pool that the governor said should be in groups of less than 20 people. So I'll head right out there to work with 200 people (laughs) using the same bathroom, you know. Very responsible of the government. Yeah. Well, the people that have their own office, 
are teleworking. Oh, get out of here. No, but serious. Those of you that sit in the that, You're like, room. can I yeah. go use your office? Yeah. So, well, I have my own cubicle, you know. <laughs> I could self-isolate if people didn't come to my cubicle to ask me questions all the time. Here's an answer. COVID-19, <laughs> go sit your butt down. <laughs> you just you need, your need a, you need a bullhorn. I'm going to have to ask you to step away from my desk. <laughs> oh, here's the other thing. Because, you know, it's the government and they've got, you know, everything is overregulated. Somebody might have an allergy or something to a cleaning product. So, really what we use is water and elbow grease, you know. <laughs> it's some sort of green thing that's like... Might She's have. not supposed to bring oh. her own cleaners to work. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what was left at Target. By the way, but. we did not talk about this. Okay. <laughs> what is left that no one wants? Windex. First of all, organic pasta. <laughs> <laughs> all you hypocrites. <laughs> oh, oh, you healthy hypocrites. All the organic pasta you could ever want was left on the shelf. Everything mm-hmm. else was gone. Let's talk about if they get a vaccine. Cleaning fluid. <laughs> Okay, of the cleaning fluid that's left, Mrs. Myers, <laughs> the natural stuff. Chad's like, I love Mrs. Myers. Yeah, well, it doesn't, it doesn't disinfect it anything. It doesn't disinfect shit stuff. <laughs> so, tons of Mrs. Myers was there. And then, like, the Method brand, which is all green, all the natural stuff. There is all, it was like pristine, that section. Nobody had touched it. But the Clorox was gone. Lysol was gone. I'm like, husband yeah. bought Clorox. He just keeps buying Clorox. He's like, we're going to need it. He's hoarding. Your we, husband is hoarding. We have two and a half containers. I have, I have two, but I bought them before it was a, it was a deal. So yeah, well, I, I bought, I didn't know I was hoarding it. I refuse to buy off brand Clorox. I like Clorox <laughs> cleanup. I'm not going to use the off brand cause I don't know, but I had to resort to getting the Winco brand. Oh, the humanity. Oh yes. <laughs> So then I went home and found out my husband stopped at Home Depot and got the good stuff. So I sent that one with my daughter so that she could be substandardly. Okay, this is what I want to know. I want to know how faithful the anti-vaxxers are to their position now. Oh. Do you think? Well, look, babies aren't dying. I don't care. You know or, that those a-holes, as I'm, soon as there's I'm a vaccine. Too, but the Whole Foods organic people, where are they at? <laughs> I want to know what's in your storage room. I want to check your pantry. Okay? You want to look at their skirt. You I am not. You I'm did not whole... buy organic pasta this week. <laughs> you did not. Oh, you Whole Foods whores. You, <laughs> I know it. You are cheating on your yeah. GM with GMO corn syrup. Yeah. They're you pre- can bet there's some Campbell's soup in their cupboard. And Rice Krispie Treats. <laughs> Rice well, Krispie here's treats. the thing. And American Beauty pasta. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is, a package. I recently discovered the beauty of heavy cream in place of milk with Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. <laughs> oh. You know, just the regular old dollar box. Yeah. Instead of using milk and butter, use cream and butter, heavy cream and butter. <laughs> it is delicious. And so now, you know... You've but, got gourmet Kraft macaroni and cheese, is that what you're saying? Well, yes, for a dollar a box, plus however much the heavy cream costs. But, you know, all those people that drink coffee are in there buying the heavy cream, oh. you know? It's like, Jerks. You know what's really cool, too, is like Six Sisters, that website, Six yeah. Sisters Recipes, is they've put on a ton of, like, home recipes. Like, you've got this stuff in your house. Here's My friend was making homemade home. pasta. I'm like, 
You're a genius. I don't have one of those. Uh, the well, rest of us. I can thought, make you know cream from home, but <laughs> <laughs> I could make heavy My cream BMI from, is greater from than home. But I don't have a cow. <laughs> How could I make heavy cream without a My cow? My neighbor as has home? cows, and I've thought about like. Bartering. Get milk out of those cows. <laughs> I think you squeeze. Where's the milk machine at? <laughs> I think you squeeze. Can I go well, down and borrow some milk from his cow? My other neighbor is going to slaughter a beef, and so I could maybe buy some roast from her. This is all really extreme for me because again, I could probably go three weeks without eating before I really got rid of the fat stores. <laughs> oh, I could go longer than that. <laughs> much, too. much longer. So. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, I would like to take my little non-GMO detector to the Whole Foods. Yeah. Frou-frou. The other thing, did you stock up on Diet Coke or Diet Mountain Dew? I did a little bit, but my children, my adult children are drinking it. And I get, they, they're sneaky, those they, little Don't you have animals. a lock for your pantry? No, but we need one. Mine drink I put, it like... I put, when I... <laughs> here's the thing. When I was trying to do behavior modification with my kids, when I was trying to do a schedule, like this is your time to use the washroom or the washing machine, yeah. you know, and this is, and it was never a priority. But I discovered the beauty of key locks. I put a key <laughs> lock on the pantry door. I gave them each five towels and put a key lock on the linen closet. And I put a lock on the washroom door, which I would only give them the key when it was their turn to do their laundry. <laughs> You know, you go one time that you have to wear your underwear twice, and you're a believer. So you know? so sick. Here, I'll give you a tip. Turn your underwear inside out. They're good for another seven days. <laughs> I go into that's on one of that's on. What is that show? I Big Hero know. Six. The the crazy guy goes. I go front. I go back. I go inside out. Front back. Oh, for that's each disgusting. And that's what all the other people, the little cartoon characters, are like. Oh, <laughs> sick. Well, now imagine okay. that with no toilet paper. <laughs> oh, gag. Okay, hold on. Family cloth. I'd never heard of that. What? Don't. I know you're going to gross me out right now. Do you know what family what? cloth I is? Know. I hate you. Well, I didn't either. What's family cloth? Uh, uh, well, you can go on Facebook uh, Marketplace for Utah. Type in family cloth. Well, type in toilet paper. And up top pops family cloth. Some of them are snapped together and they put them on a roll in the bathroom. And you wipe with it and then put it in a bag and wash it. Toilet paper. Fabric toilet paper. that Reusable. Some. I don't have that much bleach. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've only got two bottles. <laughs> you know... <laughs> There isn't enough bleach what? in America for me to do that. Well, uh, throw well the... I mean, I understand if like the apocalypse happened and then there's nothing, we got nothing else and all the leaves are gone. <laughs> but you know, we got toilet paper. Oh, I got magazines still. <laughs> well, I guess if a you had a Roebuck. I guess if you had a bidet, maybe, and you're washing everything off and then just drying just it with drying your family it. cloth. Oh, but that's still gross. I don't want to do that. <laughs> that's disgusting. Disgusting. Do you, do you just air dry with a bidet? I, don't I got know. no I, idea. I have no idea. That's my question, too. I'm like, well, if you're washing off... Do I have to shake? <laughs> do I just shake my bottle? <laughs> do I get? Do I lift halfway uh, off the toilet? Do a there. couple shakes, a wiggle? 
that pa- little, they played Taylor Swift in the bathroom everywhere. Shake, shake, shake. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and then I shake the droplets, and then what? I stand there and wave my hand under my crotch and dry it off. Do, do, they, pro- do they provide a fan? Husband oh. showed me a, it's a, yeast a meme. Factory. A meme that said, <laughs> "You can go from the bathroom, and a few hours later, you can bake some bread." Showed me a meme with a pressure washer. He's like, I've got a new bidet. It's got 3,500 psi. Someone's going to have to explain that bidet to me. Like, after the fact, what? You just, do you wipe? Because even wiping with toilet paper, it would it would be too wet. I don't know. I there are some things I just don't want to think about. Well, I mean, if it's all clean, then, I'm, then you're still going to have to use a towel. That's what I mean. I need a fan. <laughs> Assume you the position. Hear, you hear in the cell that... No, you know the little fan, like the handheld fan? You just open your fan up. You I, was thinking, your purse, I was thinking of the battery back. one, like... <laughs> what is she you know doing what? there? You hook it to your phone. It's battery powered. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's either using a fan... <laughs> or I don't want to know. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. I'm going to have to ask you to leave the bathroom. This is a family bathroom. I missed that because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I'm wheezing. But I I missed the whole thing, but I can it's only good. think assume the position. You know? And my in my imagination it looks something like a gynecological exam on steroids. Maybe. For your bidet? <laughs> No, for drying off. Oh, I'm like, wow. I'm you know, not sure about you need. That. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with your serious. bidet? Maybe, maybe I put my feet in the stirrups. <laughs> you just find well, you know, I just think, <laughs> I just think it would be weird. You know, like one of those. They need one. Turn up one of those uh, hand dryers. Oh, Paper that, towel hand dryers upside down. You stand over the yeah. bidet and shake, shake, so shake. So you need the bidet button. You need the water button and then the dry button. Like a car wash. <laughs> Everybody get those undercarriages. It is the car wash of the future. An undercarriage wash. You like which bathroom experience would you like? The six dollar? The eight dollar? And the super shine. Or do you want one off the secret menu? <laughs> Ooh. Oh we my know. goodness. Alright, I need to stop this. Mm.